Hey y'all. This is Talkin' Trash with Liv and Lizzie. The podcast where two friends show each other our silliest and most treasured movies. Each week we'll watch a beloved movie. No matter how corny, childish, or contrived. Sometimes a masterpiece with minor flaws. Other times a magnificent mess. Because one man's trash is Liv and Lizzie's treasure. Hey, guys and dolls. Do you see what we did there? Um, luck be a lady tonight. We're watching Guys and Dolls. Woo! Woo-hoo. I know nothing about this movie. Except what Great. you told me uh, last movie was the cast. And yeah, that is it. Yeah, it's a fun one. Um, so yeah, um, let's, uh, well, let's, let's kind of uh, see. First of all, how are you doing? It is a summer afternoon. We have had a lazy day. Mm-hmm. I am still in my PJ pants at same, three in the same, afternoon. Same. same. This is this is this is a good vibe. These right are the now. vibes. We're in a nice dark living room mm-hmm. with a movie waiting to be watched. Hell yeah. And Chinese food en route or soon to be en soon route. to be en route. Husband's ordering it for us. Yep. Um, so he is that's the real good. MVP. He is Let's the real, real MVP. He is the real MVP of this entire It's podcast. true. It's true. He kills the bugs. He orders the food. He watches Cinderella with right. us. Right. Like, yeah. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah. Love him very much. One of my friends specifically gave your husband just the highest of compliments after <laughs> I'm glad you guys like him because yeah. he's, he's kind of my favorite too. So, you know. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good too. I gotta be honest. So I just got back from a beach vacation, which was a pretty good beach vacation, but my nerves were shot the whole week. Mm. I told you this, I think, but I witnessed a shark attack on the first day of my vacation. You did tell me about that. Yeah, it was like a nine year no, she was seven. Seven year old girl got bit by a shark, and I made the mistake. So our family was right next to where she got pulled out of the water. And, um, my aunt is no longer an emergency room nurse, but was Mm -hmm. for a long time. And when she quit being an emergency room nurse, she went back to school and actually got her own doctorate to become a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. So things like these kinds of traumatic injuries are pretty much her specialty. Yeah. So she didn't even think she stood up grabbed like four boogie boards and went to work elevating this girl's leg applying pressure making sure she was okay the ambulance got there really quickly it was as good as it could be but you know I was like you know my family was like all right move move all of our chairs out of the way we're like calling people out of the water we just kind of went into like help out mode and then I turned around and I got like a look at her leg where it had been bitten and I was like okay this is fine I'm gonna like just do what we got to do to help. But as soon as that was over, I was like, oh my God. And I was like shaking all day. Yeah. I went home and my mom and I did tequila shots. Oh my god! But the good news is the little girl was okay. And the shark was probably not very big that bit her. Yeah. Um, I was about to say. It was just probably, it was more just scary than anything, you know? Yeah. But that kind of set the tone for the beach vacation. That's so like, the worst way to, you know, start it off. Yeah. Like, I have little cousins who are about that girl's age. And the first day they were like, we're going to go boogie boarding and we're going to be the best, coolest boogie boarders ever. And the rest of the week they were like, can we go to the pool? Yeah. Like they just, they didn't want to get in the water. So it was yeah. like, yeah. That's going to be more shaping for them. Than yeah. Them. Yeah. My, my, um, my niece came up to me and she was like. I'm really nervous, and I just, like, gave her a big hug, but she, I think she's fine, yeah. but it, it just, it set the tone for the week, so yeah. I well, am. I'm glad that she is okay. Me too. Um, I'm glad you still got that time away, even though it started off so. Yeah, and the pool was still super nice, and we did get to sit on the beach, and, you know, we didn't go in farther than our ankles, but, and nobody saw the shark the rest of the week, and, you know, it wasn't like. They're, they're so rare, and they're so far between. Yeah, this was like the first shark attack on this particular beach in 35 years. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where like logically you know that it's not going to happen again this week, you know, like it's just statistically so unlikely. Yeah. Like there was like a storm one day and we were all more likely to get hit by a lightning strike than get bitten by a shark. 
but you're just like, but what if, you know, yeah. <laughs> like once, I don't know, but it's still a really that. nice week, but yeah, I've been, I will admit, I've been a little nervous the past week and a half. Yeah. Kind of, kind of messed me up a little bit, but that's okay. Hopefully um, this is like a yeah. It's nice departure to just from that. Be home and and watch some fun movies. And I did really enjoy getting to like hang out with my family because my mom just moved. My mom and dad both just moved to the beach and their beach house. Um, it's not exactly a beach house. It's like off the island a little bit, but it's like a five minute drive to the beach, and it's just so nice. And I think they're just both really happy, and that's mm-hmm. good. So that's good. It was it was overall a good week. It's fun. Nice seeing my cousins and nice. nieces and nephews and all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah. So, that was kind of my big yep. event. That is that is a bigger event than any I have had, to be sure. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't recommend them. I had a much chiller time. I went to Savannah for a couple days and visited some friends there. I love Savannah. Um, and, uh, yeah. I love getting to visit friends there because we get to go do kind of mm-hmm. different stuff every time we go. Um, ate a lot of really good food. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a Cajun place around there. Um, it's right on, what is the big touristy street? River Street. It's on River Street. And their shrimp and grits was really good. What's it called? I don't remember. I may have been there. They have really good Bloody Marys too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a spot down there that sells beignets. Oh my gosh. Mm, um, I love beignets. <laughs> Gotta go to Cafe Du Monde and get your chicory coffee though. Yeah. If you're gonna do it right. That's true. Um, I I went shopping. I haven't I been shopping in a physical store in a really long time. I still I don't remember the last time I did that. My my friend down there works in the mall and she has a big old mall discount. So, um, I got a bunch of clothes and video games and books. Nice. And that is the most exciting thing that I've done as of late. I bought Stardew Valley. So, okay. if you don't see me for, you know... A while. Then eight that's... weeks. It's okay. because I'm farming in Stardew Valley. That sounds I actually idyllic. I actually haven't started playing it yet. If we ever do, like, video game talks on here... I'm not a big gamer girl, but I started a different... I started, um... Ghost of Tsushima this week. Oh, that looked good. It's awesome. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Is it like really hard? No. Okay. I mean, it's, I'm playing, I'm, I'm again, like I said, not a gamer, certainly not a talented gamer. And I'm playing it on like regular mode, not like story mode. Um, but for me, it provides an appropriate level of challenge. See, Kyle loves, he's been playing, um, can't remember what it's called. Is it Shahiro? No. Shakira? I can't remember. I'll find out the name of it. Um, but he likes a lot of games from this company called From Software. So think Dark Souls, Bloodborne, um, and then this this more recent one that they did that shut that shut what that's set in feudal Japan. Um, that's I can't remember. I think it's Sekiro, but I'm not sure. Um, and then. They've got a new one coming out that part of me really wants to play, but I know actually I'm just going to watch Kyle play it because it's called Elden Ring and it's written in collaboration with George R.R. Martin and is vaguely based on North, Norse mythology. Oh, cool. Um, but they're intentionally super impossibly hard. Mm-hmm. I tried playing Bloodborne once and I was so frustrated that I didn't, I didn't make it past like the first trash mob before I like threw the remote at Kyle, the like controller Kyle and I was like never again that's yeah. it I'm done I can't do that the the last game I played that's like intentionally made to be hard was Fallen Order and even then I put it on story mode mm-hmm. because I just I wasn't interested in playing yeah a... I'd rather just I, I I'm there to participate in the story not to get my ass kicked yeah so that was my yeah <laughs> I too have been playing a game set in feudal Japan um <laughs> yours I... is the the doable one yeah I will say I will say if if, if <laughs> I don't know if you're like the one person out there who listens to our podcast because you like listening to two girls talk about movies. I don't know, <laughs> um, and you're not one of our friends. Uh, I I actually highly recommend Ghost of Tsushima, especially because um, there are different modes you can play it in. 
Um, it and it also different languages it's recorded in. Um, I started the game on normal mode, which was all in color and in English, and I realized I can't play this game in English. Even though sometimes it's hard to be like doing something and also trying to read the subtitles at the bottom. It like it's, feels better in it's Japanese. It's just wrong for me yeah. in English. I have to play it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And it feels correct. But there's also a mode called Kurosawa mode, which puts the whole game in, in black and white. Black and, white, and with like the flickers of oh. like old movie. Oh, and that's cool. It's all in Japanese with subtitles if that's you do it in Kurosawa cool. mode. And I will say, I've flipped back and forth because some parts are so beautiful in color. Like, there's this, like, golden forest, this, like, autumnal Mm. forest that I was like, I have to play this in color. It's too pretty. But then you'll go to other parts where I like it better in the black and white Kurosawa mode because it's filmed so, or not filmed, I'm sorry. It's generated so cinematically. But, but... What a what a cool tool to make your game replayable. Yeah. On a cinematic level to make I, it I thought a that exact same experience. thing. Yeah. I was like I would I I've been flipping back and forth because I'm like gosh, I could play this all through in color, but there's so many things that I want to see in Kurosawa uh-huh. mode right now, but I would totally go and play the entire thing in Kurosawa mode and I think it would totally change yeah. the experience so that's really cool. yeah if you're a if you're a film junkie and if you like kurosawa movies i've only seen two myself but especially playing this game i suddenly mm-hmm. want to go watch more yeah um yeah highly highly recommend it's got a lot of the same like big wide shots mm. as well that's and, really cool and it'll linger on stuff it'll film people from really far away having a conversation mm-hmm. and so you see like the backgrounds not just them. The people up close. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, really, really recommend. So, so speaking of old movies, yes, um, which I love. I'm really excited actually that we're watching an old movie. I really enjoy this film. Um, so today we're watching Guys and Dolls. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, and also let me tell you about the vibe check. So I don't really have a name for what we're. This drinking. is a great vibe check. Yeah, by the way. good job. So I don't really know. I don't really have a name for what we're drinking. But what we're drinking is currently a mixture of like cream of coconut, rum, and a little like lime juice, um, kind of shaken up on ice. Um, because in, a part of this film takes place in Havana, Cuba, and they drink. I can't remember what they drink, but they drink something that's like out of a fruity coconut looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like something with coconut and it would be appropriate for this film. Um, so yeah. Um, so guys and dolls, first let me tell you a little bit about what it's about. So you've got your, your kind of two main male characters are Nathan and Sky Masterson. Um, Nathan Detroit is played by Frank Sinatra, who I feel like I don't really have to talk about what else he's been in because he's pretty iconic um most people our age probably know him more for his music than his acting really um and his I mean his singing is is very iconic um Marlon Brando of course is most known for his role as um the godfather Mm -hmm. um among other things um I had such a crush on him when I saw this movie the first time he's Mm -hmm. so cute Sky Masterson is probably my favorite character um so basically, um, the film starts um, where um, it's it's about two gamblers. Nathan and Sky are both gamblers, and Nathan um, needs money to supply a room for his basically gambling establishment. Um, he's got because like gambling is. Um, I can't remember if it's just illegal or frowned upon at this time. They shoot crap. That's mm-hmm. the kind of gambling they do. So he's got this, he's trying to rent out a space for his crap game. Um, and he doesn't have the funds for it. And so he bets um, Sky Masterson. Um, he, he tries to find a bet for Sky. And what he finally settles on um, revolves around Sarah Brown. Sarah Brown is a uh, member of a local mission. She is a staunch, hardcore Christian who is trying to convert the gamblers of New York to Christianity. But her mission is failing. No one is coming in to hear her sermons or anything. So um, Nathan bets Sky 
$1,000 that he can't take Sarah on a date. Mm. Um, and he ends up accepting. Um, and then there's one more main female character named Adelaide. And Adelaide's whole thing is that she has been engaged to Nathan for 14 years. And bless her heart, all she wants to do is get married. Oh my God. Um, but Nathan sucks. And uh, so that's the main conflict there. Um, Sarah Brown, um, at, well, let me start with Adelaide. Abby, Ab- Adelaide is played by, um, what is her name? Vivian Blaine. She's in a lot of old Hollywood um, musicals, um, but really this is what she's most famous for. However, um, Sarah Brown is played by Gene Simmons, who's been in a bajillion things, but for you, you will know her best as the English-speaking voice of Grandma Sophie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, we love Gene Simmons for that, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, but she's fantastic in this. Um, the music's really fun, and, um, it's very old Hollywood, you know, yeah. vibes. Um, yes. so what are you expecting? Um, I am expecting copious smoking. Like, at least so one person smoking in each much shot. smoking. Um, I am expecting, um... You said they go on holiday, so I'm expecting not like a typical like beach scene, but there will be at least one scene where like, you know, they're they're on one of those 50 beaches that has like lots of changing tents and lounge chairs everywhere and no one actually gets in the water. Okay. Um, I may be mistaken in that. Um, I am also expecting very Hayes Code era allusions to sex. Like, I don't think it'll be explicit, but I think they'll be there. I'm interested um, to see, because I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, so I'm interested to see if I will notice anything like that as an yeah. adult viewer of this film. Uh-huh. Um, because I don't think I've watched it since high school, and I was very sheltered in high school. Uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't think about any of that. I knew nothing about the Hays Code, so if it wasn't, like, right on the screen, I just assumed that it didn't happen. Right. Um, and, uh, <coughs> I also expect very vibrant colors and at least one big budget, one camera angle dance routine. There may be okay. more, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's going to be more subdued than that, than okay. other Hollywood musicals. Yeah, I think I think you've kind of got the tone. Um, oh, um, one last thing that I forgot to mention. Um, so I'm really bad at showing you garbage movies. I found. Well, we've kind of flipped. Yeah, right? that's like... true. Because, because <laughs> at the beginning, I was showing you like really garbage films, and yeah. you were like, "This film's garbage." This and is then it Stardust. Was like... It was underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, and it was like it has like a 95 critic review, but but not enough people know about it. So. Um, okay, so this one has a 91% uh, critic score and an 83% audience score. So that's interesting that it's the opposite of our last one. It is. Um, it's, it's, it's objectively not garbage. Um, how well it's aged, I don't know. I will let you know after we, we rewatch it. Um, but I think it's just, it's just a fun story. Uh-huh. Um... And I think, I don't know, I think it probably aged okay. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. Yeah. But it's not, there are a lot of movies that have aged worse than this. And it's just fun. We'll probably end one. up watching watching a few of them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, let's uh, not rock the boat and let's uh, watch guys Not rock the boat? Yeah. We're not rocking the boat, baby? Uh, no, in this one, you want to sit down. Oh, and You want to sit down, me. you're rocking the boat. Okay. And that's a bad thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, let's the, just... dro- the devil might drag you under by the sharp lapel of your checkered coat. So sit down, you're rocking the boat. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fun. It's, honestly, that's my favorite song in the entire musical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, uh, here it is. Guys and dolls. Let's do it. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what did you tell me? Tell me what you thought. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, I very nineteen fifties yes. musical. Yes. Um. Yeah. In in some ways, it was exactly what I expected, and some others, it was very different from mm-hmm. what I expected. Um. But yeah, I will. Um. I guess I guess I'll start with what I didn't like because there was more of what I did like than what I didn't. Okay. Um, real quick side note here: looking at the poster that's up on the screen, uh, Adelaide is in some adorable yellow pants that she definitely Never didn't wears. wear in this movie. All of them are wearing those exact outfits at one point in the movie, except for Adelaide. But those pants are fabulous. So now They're I'm great. sad. So that's yeah. thing number one that yes. I didn't like. Um, thing number two. Um, this is, this is a me thing and it's not something that detracted from my enjoyment of the movie, but holy cow, theologically, this movie killed me. I, I, I I don't talk about my faith a whole lot on the podcast, but the whole concept of I'm in mission work and my mission is to tell everyone what horrible sinners they are. And you just need to come to the mission where I'm just going to tell you to stop drinking and gambling. And that's what will save you absolutely destroys my heart and soul they're really like insufferable (laughs) and i feel like this was written by someone who like got invited to one really bad like altar call and then they were (laughs) like yeah that's what it is yeah (laughs) Um, yeah i mean i definitely like met people like their mission oh i definitely have too they went we both went to uga and like Mm -hmm. the like street pastors there were infuriating yes and and this this feels like that and i guess Mm -hmm. it's kind of like but it's weird because then at the end you're supposed to it's supposed to be like endearing that mm-hmm. nicely nicely joins the mission yeah but you're, and that she's you're wearing like, her mission uniform while she gets yeah. married to this but guy. instead it's like you're in a cult yeah run yeah yeah so that that really really bugged me but i still went when he showed up in his uniform i was like oh, oh! <laughs> i love nicely nicely how you doing today nicely nicely thank you oh thanks nicely nicely oh, um he's so cute yeah he's he was great um, so that was something I did not like. Um, I will say when it started, or, or here's, here's, I guess the other thing, um, I don't feel like I'm going to walk away remembering the musical numbers in this mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Um, they're all fine. Um, but none of them really stand mm-hmm. out to me. Even the, you know, Rock the Boat was... I love that one. It's great, but... I I feel it's also theo- theologically garbage. <laughs> also. <laughs> but, but, but guess what? I enjoyed that one. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, so I just was kind of, um, yeah, all the songs were just okay. Um, they were cute. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about most of the movie. They were cute. Mm-hmm. But... Um, aside from like, you know, sexism, I don't have a whole lot of like (laughs) complaints, but I knew I was signing up for that. Yeah. It's definitely like, I had a feeling going into it like, oh, this movie's going to be a little more sexist than I remember it. Watching it back, I'm like, oh, this is way more sexist than I remember it. Honestly, I, but at the same time, I found myself really enjoying the whole song where they're singing about how like... Ah, uh, if a guy is living a semi-decent life, it's because he's whipped. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> some guys only doing it for some doll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or like the part, the part that kind of cracks me up too. There are moments where it's like, so like there's the part Adelaide keeps sneezing. Mm-hmm. She's got a cold. And it's, her doctor tells her it's psychosomatic Mm -hmm. because Nathan won't marry her. They've been engaged for 14 years. Yeah. Which is kind of sexist. But. Well, okay. But her song says a person could develop a cold. It's very, like, and then at the end, of course, Nathan starts sneezing when he does marry her. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. They're, they're a disaster couple. They shouldn't be together. No. 
And I thought that the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, she waited 14 years. For this loser. For this garbage man. I mean, I get it. Frank Sinatra's voice is so alluring, but... But it's it's even then it's not worth it. Girl. No, no. Um, I yeah. So, but but those are things that I'm like. You know, I mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna get them mm-hmm. in a in a 1950s musical. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually less so than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. So some of the moments in it, I was like, huh. Yeah. So transitioning to things that I did like. Um, in, in kind of that aspect of like, huh, not as sexist as I thought it was going to be. Um, obviously when Sky does take her to Havana and does not tell her what is in Dulce de Leche, mm-hmm. um, you know, she is getting it's drunk without her, her, her knowing. Consent. And I was like, that's not good. That's yeah. not good. But then... You know, I said earlier I was expecting there to be, like, Hayes Code thing mm-hmm. when he's like, well, we can catch the last flight back to New York. And she's like, people miss flights. So I was like, oh, she's, like, offering to have sex with him yes. right now. And he's like, mm, no. And he buttons the top of her coat up for her yeah. and is like, let's go home. He, like, refuses to take advantage of her while she's drunk. Which is bare minimum decent guy. It is, but but I wasn't expecting that. I so, wasn't either. I thought it was going um, to be like, let me open your world. Now, to- granted, all of that happens after he kisses her while she's at work, which is assault. That is bad. And then forcibly coerces her to go on a date with him, which is bad, and then gets her drunk without her consent. All of these things are objectively horrible. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, let's be real, that, that fits the 1950s morality of as long as you're waiting till marriage to have sex, it's fine. Everything else is fine. Cause yeah. you just know that <laughs> Adelaide and Frank have clearly, have, yeah. You know, they waited 14 years. Oh to... Jesus. <laughs> so poor yeah. Adelaide. Poor she Adelaide. She what she got. Um, but I find myself, despite... It, this is one of those movies that makes me feel like a bad feminist. Because yeah. despite all the horrible, like, mildly... Like, they're not quite rapey, but they're assaulty things mm-hmm. that Skye does towards Sarah. He he does genuinely, like... Res- it's clear that he respects her by the end of mm-hmm. play. But then he kisses the inside of her palm... Yeah. And I melt and I hate myself for it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um we I think I think the first thing when I was younger besides like a twilight book or something mm. that I was reading where I was like, you know, what is this feeling so sudden and new <laughs> was a historical uh novel and a guy like pulled a glove off of a girl's hand. Girl. And kissed the inside of her wrist. Oh. And there was, like, a button on it and everything. So, like, yeah, hand kisses. When you were like, oh, my gosh, you have no idea. I'm like, girl, I know I know. Every woman knows. Uh, <laughs> can we take a second, too, and appreciate Marlon Brando's jawline? Oh, I was appreciating it, like, the last uh, few minutes of that movie. When he was leaving. And, and suit. He was throwing. Oh, yeah. Well, so, first off... When they showed up in Havana and suddenly his suit had gone, like, all dark with this bright yellow tie, I was like, I, I turned to, to live and went, oh, no. Yep. <laughs> He's so hot. It's so much better than the lighter suit in the beginning. It's so true. much better. I will also say Frank Sinatra's suits are all amazing in this film. Frank Sinatra looks sharp this whole movie. Oh, yeah. Um, other things that I liked... Um, I liked the choreography. I liked when we got big dance numbers. I loved the, like, rainbow sewer that's polished and clean. Um, Lord. And, uh, but I will say this movie is, like, a Technicolor Marvel. Like, we talked about Mm -hmm. this with um, Greatest Showman, but, like, the colors in this are spectacular and bright and vibrant and fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I did really enjoy. I loved the opening number of yeah, this movie. It's really fun. Um, 
I I really enjoyed it, and um, I was kind of hoping for, like, more of that. Mm-hmm. So, when it started, I was like, oh, I said I thought this might be more subdued, and obviously it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's kind of this roller coaster of, like, crazy, we're throwing chairs in a bar in Havana. <laughs> yeah. To, I'm gonna sing a song about how I feel like a bell is ringing by this fountain. Like, it was just up and down uh-huh. the whole way. Uh, the I didn't the the Havana bar fight was the other thing in this there I was like hmm this feels very stereotypy yeah and then a guy jumps off the stage and Marlon Brando swings a chair into <laughs> his face as he's leaping through the air and I went whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah I don't know how I don't know how to feel about Havana and I I don't know how to I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Here's the thing. The whole thing could have been done if he was like, we got to leave at noon because I'm going to drive you up to like, you know, Mm. this hotel and blah, 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 blah. Mm. But they really wanted it to be Havana for some reason. Um, So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm curious about that. Um, I like the little old man. (laughs) In the in this in the mission, I don't know why. Oh, um, but like um, Uncle Uncle like Irvin Ar- or, or whatever his name. It is. was an unfortunate name. It was an unfortunate name. She's like Sarah Brown, and he's like Arvine. He's like know. Arvine Abernathy at your yeah. service. Like yeah, what? I liked I liked him though. I'm like, oh look, it's the wise old father figure. It is. It is. Who's here to encourage the fifties woman that all she's missing from her life is true love. Isn't that what you want? The greatest joy we can receive on this earth. And uh yeah. Yep. So again, I, I, I turned to you and I said, Okay, uh Adelaide's wedding dress at the end is darling. So cute. I said to you I knew that um, Adelaide and Nathan were going to get married mm-hmm. um, because you, they, it was, they were building up to it. But I was genuinely surprised when Skye and Sarah got married at the end. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, why? Why am I surprised yeah. by this? Because it's the 50s mm-hmm. and it has to end with a wedding. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I was genuinely surprised at that. So, um, something that I was telling you that our viewers, if you go and watch the film version of Guys and Dolls, um, in the play, the plot twist at the end is that you actually find out that Sky Masterson, Marlon Brando's character, um, that Sky is a nickname, and his real first name is Obadiah, and that his mother was very religious, mm-hmm. so marrying. Sarah, who is a missionary, is just kind of like going back to his part of the course. Part of the course, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really funny. Um, yeah, that honestly would have been really. <laughs> Sorry, y'all might be hearing my husband in the background. He is playing League of Legends with one of his friends, and they're like on the other side of the house, but it doesn't stop him. He has no register. <laughs> If you didn't hear him, he just yelled, I'm so fast. <laughs> he has, so fast, boy. He has no, um, he has literally like no sense of how loud he is when he's playing League of Legends. That's amazing. He has woken me from like deep like REM sleep with his screaming during League of Legends. And I'll be like on the couch down here. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh my God. What's up? What's happening? Are we dying? Oh. <sighs> Um, amazing yeah so so what would we rate this film uh i would uh i would give this um let's see the the highest you can roll on dice is 12 i would give this 9 out of 12 okay i would give this Hmm. I would give this maybe eight out of twelve sinners. A dozen sinners. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fun one. It's not. It is not 
amazing. It it's a good movie, but it is a nineteen fifties music movie musical. It's exactly what you're expecting from a nineteen fifties music movie mm-hmm. musical. Yeah. Um and it it like all musicals, if you ever get a chance to see the stage production, it's better. Um and you know, go into it prepared to watch the two female leads be treated kind of crappily. Yep. Um, but yeah. Oh, and you mentioned too, you didn't like any of Adelaide's numbers really. No. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. No, we do. We do got to talk about these. Um, so I can see how in a stage performance you give the character of Adelaide to a really charismatic actress Mm -hmm. and she does her little Betty Boop voice Mm -hmm. and suddenly it's so charming like at the end there when she was like you know like I have learned to be content without you like like she was saying something really funny and her voice was going up and down and I was like I can see what that is Mm -hmm. um I loved the shot of her opening the medicine cabinet Mm -hmm. and like all the pills and stuff in there but Oh my gosh, they made her like a, you know, she works in a nightclub just so that there's a reason to have these two god-awful musical numbers in there. It's so true. Her musical with... numbers where she's not on stage are so fun. Oh like, yeah. a poison can develop a cold is so cute. It's cute. But I hate the... I, the, I don't hate the... as much as you do, but I do hate the first one. God, the cat costumes... Oh, and... Pet me, Papa. Pet me, Papa. Oh, my God. So, they're all... I'm not even kink-shaming anyone by saying that that is gross. It is That's just objectively gross. gross. So, they're all... Adelaide and all of her dancers are dressed like cats on the stage. Like, like think like Playboy Bunny cats. Yeah. They've got these nice, neat uh, seams going straight up the back of their tights. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, then they have cat ears and ruffle boobs and the lyrics and are like pet me papa pour a saucer of milk for me warm up my saucer of milk and maybe i'll purr oh my lay out my cushion of silk don't ruffle my fur oh god just pet me papa papa pet me nice yeah it's awful yeah it's really bad papa and melt then, the ice stop and then they come <laughs> out in the second one with this God awful ombre bridesmaids so dresses. Bad. They're so bad, and all the other outfits in this movie are precious. Yeah, they're uh, they're so good. Even just the background dancers look awesome. I never um, liked the trend. The women of... walking down the street look amazing, and oh, then this oh, one the outfit. Women, the women in the street who are wearing like the capri pants and the cardigans. Yes, they're so cute. Gosh, I want to. I want that look. Me too. I want to recreate it. Um, but then, like, yeah, I never liked the dark to light bridesmaid dress Mm-mm. thing. And then it's here in, like, the worst way possible. Yes. It's all these nauseating pinks and reds. And the they're in these mermaid kind of got tails. Awful too. The song is awful. It's about how, you know, oh, I didn't want you for your money. It's but called, then in the end, give me your money. It's called Take Back Your Mink. And the whole idea is that she thought that this guy was just giving her nice gifts. And then he takes her to a hotel and tries to sleep with her. And she's offended that he wants to sleep with her, which is completely valid. You know, just because somebody gives mm-hmm. you a gift does not mean that you owe them ever anything. Um, but the song's just kind of annoying. And she keeps saying things, like, from from a modern perspective, what's so annoying about it is not that she's, just that she's mad at him, mm-hmm. but she's mad that he would think that she was the type of girl to do that. Yep. So it's, you know, it's this, it's frustrating as a well, modern viewer, like, okay, you didn't have to throw other girls under the bus to make yeah. the point, you know. Oh, there was also this whole conversation, it, it brought me back to this, there was this whole conversation where Sarah was like, you must think me an awful prude. And she seems really upset about it. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so not to, like, get super deepy personal here, but, like, if, if, if her values are what he would consider to be prudish, mm-hmm. why would she be upset if he thinks she's a prude? And I think mm-hmm. that all the time. Like, if you're 
personally not willing to do certain things Mm -hmm. and someone calls you a prude for it Mm -hmm. like why would you why would that be something that you let bother you if it's something that you're holding personal to you yeah i agree turning around and throwing other girls under the bus for it yeah that's just being a jerk yeah but like she seems really insecure about that so that's when you kind of figure out that like maybe there's some differences between what she wants and what is expected of her yeah but then, so going back to that song, like, she's she's making the argument, like, take back your stuff because I'm not that kind of girl. But then in the end, she ends up taking it anyway. She comes back and she grabs all the stuff and then she goes, well, wouldn't you? And then she saunters off stage, which is, I mean, true. Yeah. True. But, but here's like, the if thing. Like, if a guy bought me something that expensive only so he could get in my pants, not only would I tell him no... But I would absolutely take. Yeah, you the keep meat. you keep the stuff. Like, I would keep the stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> I, don't I feel know like that means, that's bad about me. But. No, I I think I think that's it was part a gift. Of, that's part of the course. Yeah, I um, didn't promise you anything, and you gave me a gift. Bye. Yeah, and but if you throw it back in his face, you're making a statement you're by throwing a statement. it. It's lame to go back face. and get it. Um. So yeah, I have I had a yeah. lot of a lot I of think, issues with both those songs. I understand kind of where they're coming from i mean there is kind of this idea in society that you're either a prude or a slut and we're getting yes past that but for a long time you know it was it was really hard to toe the line mm-hmm. between those two and so i think you know and i think when you are expected to be quote-unquote pure all of the time it's exhausting mm. you know And especially, like, for some people, that is a desire that they have put on themselves, and that's good and healthy. Mm -hmm. But for some people, it is a rule that has been prescribed to them. And I, I read Sarah as someone who believes some of this. Mm hmm but more importantly, feels like she has to. There's a part where her uncle says that she is a helper. Mm-hmm. That she helps people. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. And she looks kind of dejected in the background when he says that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like she's always been told that she has to be this thing. And in a really, really well put together production, I think there's a way for Sky and Sarah to play that mm-hmm. where his kind of freedom the freedom that he offers is so appealing to her mm-hmm. and then kind of the structure that she offers is appealing and comfortable to him well and that's why they work really well and i think they almost get that here yeah and the thing is the whole movie is structured as there's people who are sinners and there's people who aren't and she yes. has always seen herself as like, well, I'm not one of those sinners. Yes. But the reality is, everyone is a sinner. Yeah. And and I one of the things I actually kind of liked about this is that clearly, she is in that camp. And I feel like mm-hmm. Scott Sky owns, you know, who he is. Mm-hmm. But he also sees her as something that is what he wants, whether that's mm-hmm. you know. Redemption, salvation. I, yeah. I don't feel like the the musical's trying to read that much into it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I loved when he said to her, like, if there's inappropriate thoughts going on here, they're coming from you, not, not from me. me. Yeah. Like any sinful, lustful thoughts. Yeah. Like, that's a you problem. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciated that yeah. because I love when he keeps correcting her scriptures. It's so funny. Oh yeah. Or when she smacks It's not the from crap Proverbs, it's in Isaiah. Oh yeah. And then I'll he, be back to turn the other he, <laughs> Matthew he's, five. Yeah, he's like don't bother looking it up. It's the bit about turning the other cheek. <laughs> and then the next time he sees her, she gets so mad and he just turns the other cheek he and taps tap, it. Taps it. And then it's just like he's won instantly. Yep. She can't. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just smooth. It's true. He's smooth. And I think he's really hot. Oh yeah, no. Uh, Marlon Brando. It's fair. Why do you have to be a dream boat? Why why do you why did you have to be born so long before I was? Right. Why are you like older than my grandpa? Yep. Both my grandpas. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love how we gave our ratings, and then we're like, wait, here's, here's, here's like, one ten more, more thing. Ten more thoughts. Um, so, I think, um, I think we have one more musical from this musical month mm-hmm. lined up, and I think we're going back to, uh, Critically pandered, but audience beloved right. next week. Well, just, just um, standard. Um, not next week, the week after. Because we, next week is musical month. Last week, musical month. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are we watching next? Uh, hopefully, uh, my friend will be able to join us for this one. Um, but we are doing Mamma Mia. Hell yeah. Because one or two? I think we should do one first. Okay. And then Maybe we should next come back we later, we should do two. Um, because it's been so long since I've seen the first one. Me too. And um, I, okay, when I watched Mamma Mia, um, I was just watching it as someone who loves ABBA, just wanting to <coughs> enjoy ABBA songs. And I wasn't really watching it very much as a movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious to go back to it as that. Um, but I will let you know right now, I adore abba and i'm going to enjoy every oh, every second, second of, of it it's a terrible movie but i love it i'm going um, to sing along with every freaking also, song i love 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 all the tiktok trends my my two <laughs> favorites there's one it's this girl who's like crawling on the beach don't with, yes. go wasting your and she's doing and then it cuts to her friend who's in <laughs> the flippers, flippers with, a, with a snorkel mask who's doing the little jump kick um, thing. I'm going to try and find the merman in the surf with that song and send it to you. What? There's a merman. What? In the movie? No, in, on TikTok. Oh! <laughs> I was like, a merman? <laughs> what? Um, I am loving how... Also, like a bunch of guys, every time they go to lake houses now, yes. are filming themselves on the dock doing the flipper dance. So but even better than that, though, is Chicky T Top. <laughs> Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> you do that so well. <laughs> I have never seen you like this. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Your eyes and the wedding is tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Oh my God. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is going to be fun. God, we have a guest too, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully my friend Kelsey will be able to join us. Fingers crossed. Um, she had asked me way back in June, you know, could we could we get together sometime and watch Mamma Mia? And I was like, oh, I have just the plan. How about this? If for some reason Kelsey can't make it when we need to get another one out, mm-hmm. then we can just save Mamma Mia and maybe maybe we could just do like Phantom of the Opera or something as a filler. <gasps> I would then, love to watch Phantom of the Opera with good. you. And then and then because I feel like I want. I've met Kelsey once now, and yeah. we I I really like Kelsey. Yeah. So I want to watch this. You two are your kind of people. Yeah. yeah, Kelsey Kelsey's like me if I wasn't short. Yeah, and if I was blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Same person. Same person. Um, uh, and she freaking I got in her car and she has like this little like crystal like lanyard mm-hmm. thing in it and not only did I like it and go out and buy one but I had like crystals in my car too and I was like <laughs> same <laughs> uh yeah no I think I think that'll be really fun so yeah. thank you for showing me guys and dolls it's fun we will come back with a more modern true jukebox musical <laughs> I just want I just want to keep singing like a bad rendition of Chiquitita. I'm literally <laughs> when I leave here I'm going to go get in my car and listen <laughs> to that and then I'm going to listen to Colin Firth go I can still recall our last summer. I love Colin. Firth. Ah! Someone asked me the other day who <clears throat> is going to be a celebrity that when they pass away it will wreck you. And I think Colin Firth I'm is my have to number take time one. Time off of work if yeah. Colin Firth passes. Yeah. 
No. Thankfully, I think that will be far away. But I I did. That was the first one that came to my mind. I love him so much. You know who died recently? Who like really messed me up? Uh, Who? Not 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 like a very like famous person, but you've seen School of Rock, right? Yeah. The drummer. No. Yeah. I, I okay. I I didn't look into. I had heard that someone from School of Rock had passed. Yeah, away. Yeah, he's riding his bike and somebody. That's hit so him. sad. I know it's like, not. I think his name was Frankie. It was either Frankie or Freddie. I don't remember, but I was like, not him. He was so cute. No. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I was really sad to hear that. Speaking of which, we should add School of Rock to our list. I'll add it to mine. I don't know how you feel about School of Rock. I love School of Rock. Okay, I, uh, but I was, I was good. like, I was like, is that, is that trash enough to be here? I think everyone loves School of Rock. That's fair. That's fair. Because you're not hardcore. Unless, Unless you, you live hardcore. hardcore. But the legend <laughs> of the rent was red hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would thoroughly enjoy watching, uh watching that with you so so good oh this was fun i'm looking forward to uh to next week so me too all righty join you join us next week for mama mia and until then um we're gonna go so girl power hardcore next week it's gonna be insane it's going to be the most x chromosome we've ever gotten (laughs) i have i have like full length like long pants we need to dress up overall yep Shirt. We just we just hair flapped down. our arms in the air. Hair like. down, curls. <laughs> yep. Ribbons like sc- scarves in the hair. Yes. Big glasses. Yes. Do you, you all know, of it, dude? You should do. Um, I don't remember her name. Christine. It's like Baranski or something. Is the actress? <gasps> yes. You need you need to pull out your. I know you have some some clothes like oh, that. Oh yes, I do. Hell yeah. Oh, so okay. We'll let you know what we're all wearing right. next time. Cool. But all right. Until right. then. Bye. Thanks guys. Bye. Thanks for hopping in the trash can with us. Give this week's movie a watch and tell us what you think. And let us know what movies you think are trashy treasure. Maybe we'll give it a watch. Follow us on Twitter at live and Lizzie to tell us your thoughts. And remember, no matter how trash you feel, you are deeply treasured. Bye!